Well, hello, my friend. I hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful day. I'm so glad that you're here because if you're anything like me, you probably have some worries, some fears, and some concerns up in that head of yours. And I'm pretty sure that we all do, right? I can tell you that for this week, mine have been revolving around the upcoming school year and how I am going to balance all my responsibilities, educating my girls with running my business, with running my home, and all the other roles that I have. Those are just some kind of small minor worries, but but of course, we also have those bigger, deeper worries and fears that affect us. And in today's episode, I am going to share with you three reasons why writing down your worries can actually help you feel better. And if you're skeptical about this, well, I was too, but I would love for you to stick around. So let's do it. Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Hey, I see you trying to get this thing to work for you, but feeling like you're struggling with decisions and stuck in doubt. You're afraid to commit, you feel like you have one foot in and one foot out, and you keep second guessing your every move. When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt qualified. I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mom, and daughter of the King, and I'm here to tell you that you can transform your mindset, ditch doubt, and take confident action in your business. Your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of all these fears you have around your business, finally saying yes and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. If you're ready to develop the mindset you need to take the dreams and goals God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. So hopefully this podcast episode sounds okay. I am recording in my bedroom, which is not where I normally record. I normally record in my office studio, but you guys... Our air conditioner has not been working for like a week. And so, yeah, and I'm in Texas, so it has been quite hot. Thankfully, we were able to get a couple of window units that are keeping at least my bedroom and our common, some of our common areas cool. Um, so it has not been that bad, but my office is one of the rooms that we've closed off um, to, you know, kind of consolidate and be able to keep the cool in areas where we are all the time. Anyway, very fortunate to be able to have the window units and hopefully our AC will be back on by the end of the week. All right. So worries and why writing them down will make you feel better. So first of all, I want to tell you that about five years ago, I started using a goal planner. And at the beginning of each month, there was this little section to write down your worries, your fears, basically anything that you were concerned about. And I was super skeptical about this. To be honest, I actually skipped it whenever I first got the goal planner. But at some point, I actually started doing it. And one reason I skipped it was because I didn't, it didn't seem like a good idea or good use of my time 
and to be thinking about what I worried about, right? Like, shouldn't I be thinking about things I want to have happen instead of things I don't want to have happen? Um, you would probably hear me say that, right? That we want to focus on things we want, not what we don't want. And yes, that would be the ideal thing to do. But I found that even if I didn't write down my worries, um, they were still spinning around in my head. (laughs) So it wasn't like, you know, not acknowledging them was making them go away. It just meant that I wasn't acknowledging them, but they were still having their way in my brain, right? Which brings me to my first reason why writing down your worries makes you feel better. And that's because number one, you have a place for your worries to go. When you just have fears, worries, concerns, all the things in your head, they tend to spiral. And as they spiral, they grow bigger and bigger and they intensify. Sometimes we feel worried and fearful and freaked out and we don't even really know why. But when you put them out onto paper, you actually create more awareness about what's really there. And then it somehow just feels more manageable. There's something about things being out of your head and onto paper that just really helps. Another thing is that when your worries and fears are on paper, you can more easily make decisions about them. So whenever it's out onto paper, then you can look at it and be like, okay, like now I see what's there. You can start asking some questions like, is there a specific action you need to take? Okay, if there is, well, then you can make a plan to do that, right? You can put it on your calendar, you can schedule it, you can make the call, you can have the conversation, whatever it is that you need to do, you can then make a plan to actually go do that thing. Or if there's not something that you can do about it, if it's one of those things that is completely out of your control, but you are spending your mental energy and even your physical energy and all the things ruminating about it. You can decide, well, do I want to hang on to it and continue this pattern or would I like to give it to God? First Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your cares upon the Lord for he cares for you. And so you can put them not just on paper, but you can decide to actually just give them over to the Lord and let go of them completely. But either way, you're at least seeing what's there and then you can make some decisions. Is is this something that I need to give over or is this something I need to take action on? Like what is going on? The third reason that writing down your worries, fears, and concerns helps you feel better and my personal, my favorite benefit is that then you can look back and realize that very few of your worries, fears, or concerns ever materialize. And a lot of times the few that did, they likely ended up okay. You've probably heard that a very small percentage of our worries and fears ever come to be. And of course, I had heard that too, (laughs) right? I mean, I knew it in my brain that, okay, that's probably true, but it's very powerful to see it in your own life. So at the end of the year of writing down my worries and concerns, you know, at the beginning of every month, I looked back over all those worries, fears, and concerns that I wrote down. And I have to tell you that every single one of them, either A, didn't happen at all, or B, something happened, but God helped me through it. And this can really help strengthen your faith in both your personal life and your business. Whenever you see 
how the things that you worry about, the things that you fear, how if you continue to take action anyway, that once you get some distance from it and you can kind of see the result and how things worked out, how if you are walking with the Lord, he will take care of you. It also helps you realize how futile worry is. As Matthew 6, 27 through 34 says, Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? you of little faith. So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all the things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Y'all, there was a time where God really wanted me to get this message, or at least that's how I interpreted it. Because there was one day where I heard this particular verse, especially those last lines where it says, some versions say not to borrow trouble, and then each day has enough trouble of its own. So I, one day, this has been years ago, I was watching a YouTube video, and it wasn't a Christian YouTube video or whatever, but it had that message in it right? Said something along the lines of do not borrow trouble. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I didn't even know that that was in the Bible. And then it was back whenever I was getting fly lady emails. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her, but she's like the, the decluttering organizing guru. Um, and one of her emails, the email that I opened that day had that same phrasing in there. And I thought, huh, that's weird. That's the second time today I've heard this. I, I must really need to hear this. But you guys, this is what totally freaked me out. I went for a run that day. And while I was out on a run, I found a copy of the book, Jesus Calling, like literally just in the street. It was in the street by the curb. It was a, it was a brown cover little book. I still have it. And whenever I opened it up, I opened it to a page that had that verse on it. And I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I really need to hear this. Hopefully you are not quite as stubborn as I am and need to hear things two, three, four times in one day to, (laughs) to perk your ears up and pay attention. But if you are, you are in good company. Here's the deal. When we think about our worries and fears, we don't prevent anything from happening. Instead, we just experience the pain in the current moment. I was listening to um, a podcast recently where the woman was talking about how she would, she's gone to her sister's funeral multiple times. She's gone to her own funeral multiple times. She's gone to her mother's funeral multiple times, right? And you think about these things in your mind and you feel sad and you feel scared and you feel so upset and you're creating that pain in the moment that may never come to be. In the case of her own funeral, she's never actually going to be there. But even if something does occur, you're not preventing it from occurring. You're just experiencing the pain of it 
ahead of time. You know, you're going to the funeral multiple times instead of just the one time. And you're probably thinking, I already know this, you know, like, duh, this is obvious. But our brains still like to make up those stories, right? Our minds like to run away with us, even if we know that most of the things that we fear and the worries that we have won't come to pass or that we'll be okay. And so it can be really, really helpful to have proof, to have evidence that it's that's really what has been occurring in your own life. Writing down your worries can help you create that evidence and create that proof. I think about two years ago, whenever my daughter was starting second grade, and, you know, there was the question of, okay, you know, well, what if there's a wave of COVID or what if there's an outbreak at school and we have to um, we have to shut down again and, you know, the kids can't go to school and we end up homeschooling all year. And my, my daughters go to um, a university model school, so that means that they are half, they're on campus half the time and then they're at home half the time. And there was this thought, honestly, of like, well, what if we pay tuition for a full year and then they end up spending the whole year at home? So I remember there being financial concerns on top of, you know, any kind of health concerns or anything like that. And so, yeah, I remember that being kind of a big deal about two years ago. And of course, now here I am looking back and realizing that there was never a COVID outbreak at their school. They never had to close down for any reason. It was all totally fine the entire year. Um, We paid the tuition. They went all the days they were supposed to be, and it wasn't even a thing. It's interesting to me how quickly our brains just forget these things, right? We, we just kind of forget these things that we were worried about and it never came to pass. Um, a lot of times we don't take the time to recognize that that has happened and how often that happens. And so when we write them down and then we revisit them later, it can have a big impact on how we see worry in general and it can really strengthen our faith. So to do this, I suggest that you pick a specific time, either once a month or once a week, pick a time that's routine, like at the beginning every month of every month or, you know, on Sunday or whatever. And then you need to pick a specific place to record this. So I suggest either in your journal, in a planner, somewhere that you can keep this so that after you write down your worries all those times, that you can easily go back and revisit them. And then put on your calendar six months from now or at the end of the year, whichever makes sense. I don't know when you're listening to this, but I would say at least six months from now or maybe even a year from now, whatever whatever you can put on your planner, whatever works, um, a time to revisit them. So go ahead and write that in on your calendar and then do it for yourself. And you may be surprised at how things turn out and how it makes you feel. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Until next time, stay salty and lit, my friend. Hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, I would love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast grow and reach more people. Thanks again, and we'll talk soon. Oh,